fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> I wasn't paying the closest of attention this time because, yeah, uh, unfortunately, this one's not very good. They kind of went crazy with the cheese whiz on cameos and paid no attention to the writing. So the writing literally, I think, came down to they got a room full of everybody involved in the production. And were like, what's the craziest shit you can imagine being in this movie? And then they just nonsensically fucking went from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. This is Sharks Across Hollywood and it's Shark Week. And we're going to talk about Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. The Fourth Awakens? Yes. Um, I guarantee... With a title like that and how many Star Wars references they're in in the movie, they shit this out real quick so they could uh, beat episode eight to the theater, I believe. They were still capitalizing on the, Disney's making fucking Star Wars movies again. But there was Crazy. a movie that came out in the middle there, too. There was, At that point, there was it a was, Star Wars movie coming out every year. It was Rogue One. Yeah. And Rogue One kind of sucked. It's another one that we... It's just boring. We've been talking about, uh, for the past like 20, 30 minutes, about movies that are just disappointing, and that's one of them. Yeah. You had a couple cool scenes with Darth Vader, and you had Donnie Yen being kind of cool, and then other than that, it was eh. It had a few moments where, I, and the casting, the casting was good. I liked the whole cast, but, and I'm not talking about The Fourth Awakens. I'm talking about Rogue One. I liked the cast in, in Rogue One, but uh, they didn't really have anything to do, and they didn't have characters. And what a story to tell, too. Like, it's so obvious, right? It's like, if, if you're going to do like a like a side story universe. It's like, that's, that's an obvious one that was mentioned in the movies a few yeah. times. And yeah, I don't, I don't hate that they did that story. And some of the things about it, I liked and, and like I said, the casting was great. I was just very disappointed by it. I actually fell asleep during it. <laughs> Jesus. So we'll talk about the movie in a second, but I just want to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about getting Star Wars movies and Star Wars shit for like holidays, like Christmas and stuff. When you do like a gift exchange, like you buy one person a gift, that, that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh, you're into movies and you're kind of a nerd. You must like Star Wars. <laughs> so Rachel's like uncle and their, their family would always end up drawing me for some reason. And then fun, they fun, just fun. got me Star Wars shit all the time. I'm like, uh huh. I don't even really like it that much. Anyways, that was a, that was a tangent. We should probably talk about Sharknado Four, which I think we both might be trying to avoid at this point. I I don't know. Here, this is the, it. It starts right off with a Star Wars connection. There's an opening crawl, and I don't fucking remember what the hell it said. I watched this last week. We were supposed to record last week, it, but the rev got sick, and it was just a bunch of bullshit. I do remember that it said that there hasn't been a Sharknado in five years because this company, I think it's like Axiom something uh led by tommy davidson who's basically <laughs> elon musk in this who should have been played by a different actor in the movie but that's yeah tommy a... davidson has the wrong energy for an elon musk type he doesn't come off as like autistic or aspergersy he comes off as coked up the whole time <laughs> yeah, um and, a... it, it, and that's always been tommy davidson's energy it's I not like say, he's wrong that's for that. the tommy davidson special that's yeah. what he does if you hire tommy davidson <laughs> And you get that and you're like, wait, I don't know if this is right. That's on you. He has not <laughs> portrayed himself as anything other than that for 40 years almost or 30 <laughs> years, whatever it's been since In Living Color. He's been doing the same goddamn character the entire time. I was kind of happy to see him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tommy Davidson. He's really, really good in Bamboozled. It's a complete, oh, yeah. it's a complete left turn for him, um, that movie. But... Uh, 
But yeah, so he he created some like fancy sciencey thing that they talk about over and over again that like shoots like like it, it emits these like waves to make the shark nados dissipate. There are so many different nados in this. I just started calling them nados. <laughs> the nados, uh, there's there's a lot of different nados, and uh, <laughs> it's a little much. Honestly. There's a lot of sci-fi <laughs> bullshit. There's a lot of what um, I believe. I can't remember if it was Gene Roddenberry or or somebody writing about Gene Roddenberry referred to as balonium. Well, it which is where they just start making up words <laughs> and you're supposed to just accept it because it sounds sci-fi. Like funny. the the best one, it's the true. the best one was the quantum drive. Cuz that is that is just peak shitty sci-fi for today. You know, like anytime they anytime a sci-fi writer gets stuck they just call it the quantum whatever. Something. Yeah, there was a quantum ranger too in Power Rangers. So yeah, it's 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 the new bullshit buzzword. <laughs> so as soon as they said that, I was like, all right, I'm back on board now. You 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 won me back late in the game. Well, so like, do you remember remember Thanksgiving three when the the fucking thing in space? Uh, there's a sh- <laughs> there's a shark right after the opening crawl. It does the thing where it kind of like starts panning down to earth, and like a ship flies overhead. Well, it doesn't really yeah. fly overhead. It kind of flies off from flies in from like the left. Yeah, it's a weird. it's a very weak imitation of the Star Wars opening, yeah. but which is all I would expect from the asylum. Which fine that. It's promising enough start, I guess, because sure. there's a fucking shark in space alive getting shot at by the lasers from this fucking ship. Which, in fairness, that is how Sharknado 3 ended. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did and end with sharks it, in space. Sharknado 3 ended weird, which we probably did talk about. Like, the ending, I don't think they know how to do credit scenes. <laughs> the Asylum? Yeah. Because, you know, in, like, the MCU, it sets up, like, other movies down the line, or it's just, yeah. like, a joke. This is, like, you have to fucking watch that scene to because it sets up the next movie like literally the next movie that you're gonna watch yeah because the scene at the end of three ties directly into this movie it's where tara reed gets hit by the shark yeah it's like what the fuck okay sure if you don't have that coming into this you're (laughs) fucked it makes no sense you're like like, wait she died what yeah what are you talking about mom's dead always fast forward through the credits for these movies well you're absolutely you're absolutely right that is 100% 100% the wrong way to do a post credit. It happens sequence. at the end of this one, too. I still haven't seen the fifth one, and yep. I'm kind of, fingers crossed, it's a little better. Apparently it is, but I don't know. So they also got Finn's dad off the moon because he didn't die. He just was stuck up there for a while. Yeah, they kind of segue right into that from the yeah. ship shooting at the at the shark. Like, they're kind of recapping everything Tommy Davidson's character has done. I can't remember the character's name for the life of me. I have it written down, like, somewhere down the notes. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We will get there. But yeah, they're recapping everything that he's done. One of the things being uh, he rescued David Hasselhoff from the moon. Yeah. Yay for him. Yay for him. All right. So uh, there's a shark. There's a place called Shark World. It's a shark themed hotel, which seems to be in poor taste, given the <laughs> given the three movies full of natural disasters involving sharks and people getting eaten by sharks. And also, I bet PETA hates this movie. And I probably said that in all three of the episodes before. Probably. Yeah, because it's also to both of those yeah, things you just and said. They still disregard the fact that sharks are not the only fish in the sea. Literally. Oh, <laughs> If you look at the shark at the shark themed hotel, it's got a shark tank that is the most ridiculous fucking thing. It's it's, it's like the foundation for the entire building. It's the biggest it's bigger than the rest of the building. Yes. It's gotta be a hundred feet wide oblong. And it's filled. <laughs> and it goes all the way up to the like almost the top of the building, and it's filled with water 
which is filled with sharks. Like hundreds of sharks are inside this thing and nothing else, mind you. Just hundreds of <laughs> yeah. sharks. And this is going to end very well. You this can is, definitely tell. What this is, is he created he created the Thunderdome for sharks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, but they're all going to kill each other. And yeah. Fucking, yeah. There's no food in there. It's just sharks. And sharks will eat other sharks. Oh, yeah. So that, that'll come into play later. Just yeah, yeah, hang on. Obviously. That thing is going to be a mess within a week. That so, that tank is going to look so fucking gross. So the only the only person in this entire movie that's properly cast is fucking Ian Ziering as fucking Finn. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I guess... I mean, David Hasselhoff... It, is a holdover from the last movie. Yeah, too. Hassel- fine. Hasselhoff's fine. He just he just doesn't have anything fun to do in this movie. Yeah, and then uh, I I think Al Roker is is still he's doing the exact same thing he did in the last two movies. So I don't have a problem with that, but it's nothing special. Collecting a paycheck by saying the word Sharknado over and over and over again. Basically, yeah. They were like, "Hey, Al, can we just come shoot you for twenty minutes at your studio?" They just threw his lines up on the teleprompter. He reads them in a single take. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Payday. Yep. What a fucking job, man. Uh, yeah. So Finn is living on a farm with his kid and his mom. It, it, it's apparent that is his mom later, but uh, he's chopping wood, being all sexy. He's got... He's no, got, Finn... Oh, Finn. I thought you, I thought you said Gil for not some Gil. reason. I mean, technically, I was like, technically wait, that's Gil. That's not Gil's mom. That's Gil's grandma. No, that's Gil's grandma. Finn. Finn is not fucking his mother, I assume. The farm that they're living on is called April's Acres, by the way. April being Tara Reed's character, who is dead for five years, I guess. Or so they think. Well, no, technically she wasn't dead for five years. She was in a coma for four oh, and dead true. for one. Right. Then we meet the character Gemini, played by Maciela Lucia from the fucking George Lopez show. And, uh, okay, this character right off the bat is a problem for me because... Hi, I'm hot. Let's do stuff. That, <laughs> but also, I missed when Gil... I didn't catch it until the second time when Gil comes out and is like, Cousin Gemini's on her way over to pick you up, right? Because because the kid mumbles. He's like, Cousin Gemini's on her way over to pick you up. You know, like the kid's a mumbler. And on top of that, the sound is mixed really, really poorly. <laughs> yeah. And and there's no I, subtitles on these discs, by the way. And it's fucking ridiculous. And I missed the line. And so she shows up. And I'm like, is this supposed to be Nova? Like, oh, oh. What the that fuck is going on? Like, I, I have no idea what's going on. She's just cruising around with Finn like she's like we're supposed to fucking know who she is and she's got a face okay she's got this face that looks like she's supposed to be famous but I don't know who she is <laughs> and there's something about that that just irritated the shit out of me and I know it's because I'm an asshole I know I'm the problem on this one I couldn't stop thinking that the whole time like who the fuck are you with that face coming onto this movie acting like I should know you when she does she doesn't do obviously she's not doing anything wrong I'm the problem here <laughs> well we do know her she's on fucking George Lopez she okay plays- You've seen George Lopez. You, I've never haven't? seen George no, Lopez's that, show. I'm aware he had one, but yeah. that's it. And he pl- she plays his daughter. Oh, okay. She's not a non-character. She's actually really important. She's in this fucking whole movie and the yeah. next and the next one. And I'm pretty sure the last one. And you would think that a character like that would get more of an introduction than a kid mumbling a line about her being his cousin while running across a scene for like seven tenths of a second. No, it's because they shit this movie out in like two weeks seriously like i watched i watched the other three the first three before i watched this one and i'm like the first one all right the asylum was just asyluming at that point they were just kind of like sharknado right. teehee let's do this uh and then they're like holy fuck people like that all right 
Let's make the next. Let, let's go. We're we're off like a fucking rocket. Let's yeah. get Bismarcky. Let's get all the weirdest fucking cameos. And I'm like Bismarcky. That's the best cameo. I still the second one's still my favorite. And then the third one comes along, and it's like you get Frankie Muniz and Nova comes back, and there's all sorts of weird shit come going on. That was that that was fun. That it, was ridiculous. Yeah. The the third one they were really dialed. I feel like in the third one they dialed it up as much as it could go and still remain coherent. Yeah. I mean. The logic isn't the best or anything like that, but there is a flow from one scene to the next. We feel like we're taking a journey with these characters. Somebody actually wrote that script. As opposed to, yeah, this just feels like a bunch of note cards got thrown at a director and, uh, you know, like everybody just winged it. <laughs> wung it. I'm just kidding. I don't That's know. Not... <laughs> I don't know whether either of those are right. I they feel like. Wang it. Wang it. There you go. Everybody just wang it. So the two of them being Gemini and Finn, they're going to Vegas. Apparently, I think for like the opening of the thing, but it's never really. He makes a point of telling Carrot Top, who. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is at his most annoying I've ever seen him. This this was the this is probably my least favorite cameo because he's just so obnoxious. And he's really playing up the obnoxiousness. Like, he he's not... I've seen Chairman of the Board, okay? I watched that. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I was a teenager, and uh, it was on. <laughs> I told you, I went to every English movie at that time. I also said, oh God, Carrot Top is their driver. But I gotta say, I gotta say, Carrot Top, while insipid and annoying, isn't completely uncharming. But in this movie, he, he is. is. Yeah, he just won't shut the fuck up. He really wants to pull out props, but I don't think he actually gets to until like they get out. And he's like, "Here's a toaster or something, whatever." He fucking no. Pulls he pulls out. out. He pulls out a giant fucking flask. Oh yeah, that's right. It, oh god, it's so ridiculous. A toaster, and this he's movie got left an impression. He's got the most tweaker energy in this scene. Like he seems like he is definitely on. An extreme stimulant. Did Carrot Top have any drug problems back in the day? I don't even know. I don't know, but he comes off like he does in this movie. Oh, also while they're driving, Gemini's like taking off her clothes and like getting getting kind of sexy. Yeah. And Finn's like, the fuck are you doing? She's like, what? We're in Vegas. Get off me. He's a he's kind of a fuddy-duddy for such a badass. He is. And then the next the next thing that happens to him, they're, they're walking in and the dude from Chippendales comes up to him. He's like, hey, hey, you want to come dance with us or whatever? It's like, no, they're just buff dudes dancing in fucking banana hammocks, man. Nothing gay it's about. an American institution, man. I'm pro Chippendales yeah. all the way. There's nothing gay about that. It's a cameo party feels. inside the fucking oh, in, the, in the casino. It's the shittiest cameo party ever. I literally, <laughs> literally okay. recognized one person. Was it Vince Neil? Yes, it was Vince Neil. <laughs> Okay, so this is really funny. I actually like you know the guy sitting at sitting playing playing a game and he's like, Hey, what the what are you doing here? That guy? Um, no, I, I didn't recognize him either. But I I'm, couldn't identify us and I tried. I tried. I watched the the title sequ or the the end credits saying, Okay, who are these people? I didn't recognize a <laughs> single goddamn person even after I had their name. Well, no, I thought that cameo specifically <laughs> was really funny to me because we had just talked about how we had just talked about the movie that I knew him from. Oh, okay. and, I, he, he, and he's a lot older now uh, because the the movie that I know him from came out in 1982. For fuck's sake, really? It's Grease Two. He plays the head T Bird guy. Oh, in, in Grease Two, and you've never seen Grease Two. No, have you? I still haven't. That's watched what he looked Grease like II. back in the day. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's uh, Adrian Zemed. <laughs> <laughs> and I that was the, that made me laugh so fucking hard because we had just talked about Grease 2 and how it was better than Grease and shit. 
Does he still, is that, you know, hey, what are you doing here? Is that one of his lines in Greece? No, I have no fucking idea. Like, maybe they were in a show or a movie together at some point. I mean, they really, he pushed that line like it yeah. was supposed to be recognizable. Yeah, and I, I didn't get it, but I thought, I just thought it was funny because we had just talked about Greece too. Like, you um, can tell when they're doing a cameo, even if you have no idea who the, who the cameo is, because think, they frame them up in a certain way. Yeah, and the Vince Neil cameo, he doesn't do anything he's just gambling like he's yeah, he's, he's just playing craps like at least the Crisleys. also we always end up doing these movies after people like come do, out do as, something as shitty predators or yeah. or something horrible the Crisleys are in it you know they you know who they are no but i'm guessing child abuse i i don't know no, no not nothing that bad which is well maybe i don't know i didn't say molestation tax stuff tax oh, okay. fraud they have a reality show on they had a reality show on the usa network called Crisley knows best i believe or something i figured it was either reality stars or youtube stars they're they're like a crazy religious family and it's fucking fucking dumb we all know how i feel about that there's a storm coming okay like at this point literally somebody says that by the way (laughs) yes yes they they do i i think it's um i think it's gemini or no no it's finn oh right it's gotta be finn it's gotta be finn he can smell him or something yeah. It's mentioned in like the third one, I think, that he has like a psychic connection to him now. Yeah, he's starting to feel him when yeah. they're coming. But at this point, it has to come back to like <laughs> ultimately at the end of this story, it has to be that Finn is causing the Sharknadoes. Like he is. I still say aliens. It's the only explanation. Like inadvertently, like he has yeah, something, like, something. Yeah, like yeah. Like something psychic, it, it it's like a fire starter thing, but uh, like he can't control it. He doesn't realize he's doing it, but he is doing it because he's there for all of them. Yeah, and he's like super, super famous too. And I'm like, did he really do anything? I mean, I guess he did. But like, yeah. why, is he, why is he so famous? That's I mean, weird. he went to space and stopped the Sharknado that was going to destroy the entire eastern seaboard. So, all right, fair enough. You're right. I'm. I'm I mean, done. that that's. That's pretty famous. So I guess the reason they actually went to Vegas was to meet up with his son. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about what happens to this character later. Not the son, but the woman he is marrying on a fucking plane just before they jump off. Oh, I'd like to talk about some of the son's behavior because I don't know if you were catching all the red flags he was throwing up. <laughs> Throw um, some at th- me. This this guy's got like as I'm watching, I'm going, you know what? This guy's gonna be a real piece of shit to be married to in a few years. It's not gonna matter, she dies. True. It's not going to matter. She she got out lucky as far as I'm concerned. But if you notice when the, when it, when they're on that train and they and he's first sort of introducing her, he keeps trying to finish her sentences and fucking it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And then later when Tommy Davidson hands her the clear card, he reaches over, grabs it, and puts it in his pocket. Does he? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. What the fuck? He's throwing off some douchebag vibes. There's a sandstorm. It's a sandstorm because they're in the desert. They're not near any fucking like, big oceans or anything. There hasn't been a Sharknado in five years, so it's about time that right. uh, all that shit. Dr. Drew, Drew Pinsky from Loveline, of course, is the is the dude who is marrying the two of the, you know, the son and the now, apparently, daughter-in-law. Astrox is the name of the company. These are all notes that... The, a lot of shit just kind of starts flying at you real quick. So the Astrox, the pulse that's supposed to get rid of the, the tornadoes doesn't fucking work. Right. Corey Taylor from Slipknot shows up and goes like, hey, what the fuck? There's something's happening. Yes, that was oh, Corey that Taylor from was? Slipknot. Okay, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Who? Okay, now is the Probably. girl, is the, the wife supposed to be somebody? Whose wife? Oh, no. She's just an actress, I think. Okay. She, she, yeah. she, she's just an actress. All right. Just an actress. I mean, we should probably not be such a dick about it. Her name is Amani Hakim. And yeah, it looks like she's just an actress. 
Okay. I, I wasn't sure because they wrote her out so unceremoniously that I figured she had to just be a cameo or something. Oh, she's most recognized for portraying Olympic gold medalist Gabby Douglas in Lifetime's award-winning TV movie, The Gabby Douglas Story. Wow, they got themselves a Lifetime actress. That yeah. Is impressive i wonder if tori spelling is going to show up in the next one i think we've talked super mad shit on every sharknado episode about terror i feel i it's getting to the point where i'm feeling pretty bad about probably cut it out yeah maybe just maybe just go ahead and excise that whole talking shit about tara reed section anyway i'll I'll stop it where i said she was hot in the leather i I can see how that would be a turn on for you You, you're you're kind of into that you like that wwe thing and she's definitely channeling uh, a little bit like not a lot but you know like a sliver of that that wwe energy that you like yeah just a little just a little bit i can see that still tara reed so it like like the hotness wears off quick but it's fine now I'm talking shit. See that? Uh, anyways, so <laughs> it's so fucking hard to suppress. <laughs> um, um, so Matt, Matt is the is Finn's son and his his wife Gabby. Yes, yes. They're skydiving. They jump out of the fucking plane, but they're trying to avoid the fucking storm. Also, because the storm is happening, and now they're like they jump out of the plane, and then shit's happening, and it's 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 a bunch of fucking nonsense. Dude tells both of them to jump out of the plane. Is like insistent on it. <laughs> Into a fucking tornado? What kind of jackass skydiving instructor would do that? So along with all that nonsense, the storm has reached the building and broken the fucking glass containing the sharks. So it's officially a sand sharknado now. I don't think it's fully broken it up to this point. I think they actually... Oh yeah, in my notes at least it says the sharks are flying around now. But well, no, yeah, the sharks have yeah. started to fly around, but it hasn't completely shown. Oh, yeah, it hasn't. Yeah, it's not yet. not quite yet. Uh, but the Chippendales guys are fighting back with their dicks. <laughs> that is probably my favorite shot of the whole movie. <laughs> when the one Chippendales guy who who tried to to snag Finn at the door kind of <laughs> cocks his fists out and then bam shoots his cock forward right into the face of a shark. I'm like, all right. That one made me this, happy a little This bit. I like. This I like. The guy from Greece gets stabbed with a swordfish. Did he get yeah. stabbed with a swordfish? Yep. I, I couldn't remember which one of them got stabbed with a swordfish. Gabby then uh, lands on the building, kind of like her parachute gets kind of like stuck on a on a pointy thing. No, her. It, it's not that her parachute gets stuck. It's that she grabs onto this to that metal spire that's kind of sticking off of it. Again, it's been um, a week since I watched this. And then her parachute so. just disappears from her back. Hmm. Asylum style. Yeah. And then a car lands like almost right on top of her, like on the th- on the pointy thing that yeah. she's hanging on to. Like literally inches away from her fingers. And then Finn does his does his magic. I'm strong, sexy man climbing out to her. And then he's like, use me and climb into the car. And he's just hanging on with his fingertips. Which she's climbing up on him. In a move that makes no goddamn sense. Because <laughs> being in the car is safer. Gemini tries to run down the stairs. She can't because there's fucking sharks everywhere. So she sky jumps. The, it was established that there's a thing called sky jumping. And Finn's like, you doing that? And she's like, fuck no. And then... <laughs> But yeah, she does. Anyway, sky jumping is basically bungee jumping, I guess. Well, it it doesn't look like it's quite bungee jumping. It looks more like it's a controlled free fall. Like yeah. you're falling fast, but not totally out of control. And then it slows you down before you hit the ground. Yeah, she has to wear a dopey looking suit over her sexy clothes. I, I can't support that philosophically. What? Sexy clothes or die. Oh, okay. I was going to say what? Wearing dumb outfits over your sexy clothes? Yes. <laughs> you don't cover these people up. They're good looking people. Let them be in their sexy clothes. 
Oh, I, I so my next question is: Does Finn drive the car off the roof, or does it fall? I think it falls off, and then he sky surfs it, using <laughs> which the is doors. awesome. I like that. That was that was like the right amount of ridiculous. <laughs> the movie doesn't <laughs> suck yet. He sky surfs it onto onto this giant. Sp- Viral neon sign. Does that thing not just pop up out of nowhere? Yeah, well, I think the idea is it's getting blown around by... It, I think it was a sign that they established okay. earlier. There was a hotel or something called the Tornado or something like that, and it ripped the neon sign off the front, and then they landed <laughs> the car on it, and then drive around the spiral until they get to the ground, and then shoot off into the street, and uh, it was pretty awesome. Then the building explodes from all the water yes, pressure. Yes, then the building explodes. Yeah. And then the sharks and all that. And then the streets of Vegas are flooded because <laughs> the Las Vegas sign slides across the street and prevents the water from flowing out everywhere. And apparently a bunch of Las Vegas signs did the same elsewhere. I don't know. They don't explain why the water level doesn't immediately drop. But uh, apparently they turned a block of Las Vegas into Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, Yeah. They blow their wad pretty quick in this movie. Like, this is the good part, and then... This is also the part where it's already falling. The logical flow of the movie is already just crumbled <laughs> to dust. Uh, yeah, so they're they're driving to get Matt, and he's apparently... He's on top of the Empire State Building, I think, for some reason. Well, I mean, it's the Vegas Empire State Building. Yeah, the Vegas... They're in fucking Las Vegas. I wrote down, it's the Empire State Building, because it's, it's in Vegas, apparently. But, yeah, you're right. It's the Vegas Empire State Building, and it's flooding, so they can't get there. So they use a giant pirate ship. That's outside of a casino. It's just sitting out there, and apparently it works. Yep. It's a fully functional pirate ship. And this is where the Chrisleys die. Good fuck them. And yeah, like at this point... This is I've I've already just disengaged at this point. Already? Like, yes. It's like I've 10 already minutes into the movie. <laughs> I was fine with the car surfing because that's ridiculous, but it it had a it had a sense to it. But the problem is getting them into the car was already an utterly nonsensical move. <laughs> like having Finn climb out onto that thing and then having her, him just allow her to climb over him into the car when she didn't she could have just done that. Yes, she, she could have. No, she, she didn't needed do, she needed Finn because he's the hero. Yes, and that's literally all he did. He w- he went out there and was the hero. Existed while next she to her. did exactly what she would have done without him. It was fucking stupid and as fun as the. Uh, I'm, I agree with you. The 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 car in the air thing was just the right kind of yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But it's the stuff that surrounded it. It it was the failure to connect one step of the story to the next. That's where this movie falls apart. Because like I said, it's like they just took a bunch of note cards, wrote down awesome scenes that would be great for this movie, and then threw them at the director and were like, shoot it! Make this work, I guess. And then everybody just improved their lines because dialogue doesn't fucking matter. They can just foley it later. Well, yeah. And or, then, excuse, excuse me, ADR is what they call the the yes. dialogue version. I don't know where the fuck he came from, but Bud from Married and Married with Children is on the pirate ship. Was he? Yeah. Did he just kind of poof in? Yep. Like, again, it's, it's it's a lot of just like, nobody's there. Okay, he's there for some reason. Again, this seems... Made kinda, no fucking sense. This part's kind of fun, too, because they're like fighting with swords. Like, Finn throws him a sword, and he's like, go after it. And, and Bud, Bud hits one, and then there's more Star Wars references. He's like, look, I got one. He's like, good kid, don't get cocky. I didn't recognize him until the second time through, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I actually... I recognize someone again, right? <laughs> but then he's surrounded with all these other people who I don't recognize. Yeah. I'm like, 
You I, ruined it for me. You took one guy whose face I knew, threw him in the midst of a bunch of people, and gave them all equal screen treatment. Yeah, like we're uh, there's a yeah, I have, there's a lot of people that I just fucking I'm like there's a YouTube couple people there. I know that they're YouTube people, but I don't know their YouTube stuff. Yeah, there's a few of those, but there is one YouTuber in here that I do actually like. Okay, I, I like well, him a lot. Ha- you'll have to mention them when they appear. So on the ship, they end up using these fireworks and a cannon to defuse the storm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but it ends up like breaking the needle off of the Empire State Building. Not only that, Gemini stuffs the stuff into the barrel of the cannon, turns around, looks, says, ready, aim, fire. Does she not realize that the ready and aim are commands that you give to the person running the cannon. If you're running the cannon, all you have to do is get it in position and shoot it. Yeah, but you have to be dramatic and say ready, aim, fire, because that's just how it goes. Because we all used to do that when we were kids. We had ready, aim, fire. We, we had our little toy guns and shit. Yeah, and I expect that from children, not from adults. So after, when the, when they break, when the needle thing breaks... Matt ends up surfing down on the side of the building on yeah. something like what the fuck? I think he, because there's like a, there's like a portion of the spire he's holding on to. Okay. Yeah. And it busts off. And then I think <laughs> he gets on top of that and surfs it down the building, which makes no fucking sense. No. What is he? Batman? What the fuck? The only thing I can think is he does still technically have his parachute on and it looks like maybe it's slowing him down a little bit. But it's not slowing him down much. He's still rocketing down the side of that building with the parachute flapping in the wind above him. Yeah. And then he's on the ground. I guess it's because a shepherd can surf anything to safety. <laughs> well, yeah. It's what he does. He, they do keep saying, it's what you're I a shepherd. Do. It's yeah, what we do. Yeah. Then the next thing you hear is, Sharkberg. <laughs> Which was, again, okay, the, that one, one, one of those things where I'm like, yeah. That, that that one was all right. That's yeah. And then then we get another movie reference. They're like the storm is leaving Las Vegas. I don't know if they meant to do that, but that one was a reach. That one was a reach. You know they did that shit on purpose. That's the point at which Nicolas Cage should have popped up. And he's like, we're going to do Con Air in space, which is apparently a thing that the Con Air director is going for. Really? Yes. I'm like, fuck it. At this point, please tell me it. he's doing it with Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah, he's trying to get Nicholas Cage into it. I, I'm there. If they if they make that happen, I will watch it. Oh, this part was kind of stupid but cool. They're all stopped and they hit the Sharkberg, <laughs> uh, and Finn's like, I need a weapon. And then Gemini goes, Here, use this. And she hands him the fucking wheel from the ship. Yes. And then he throws it in the air and just impales like. <laughs> several sharks on the fucking he like, throws it things. like the fucking glaive from crawl <laughs> and yeah it it stabs and grabs not just stabs but this is a, st- a steering wheel for a ship yeah it's got these like big blunt <laughs> butt plug handles on it he hurls this thing and just boom stabs a shark boom stabs a shark and and grabs them and spins yeah, them along with it's, it's so happening. fucking ridiculous and then i wrote down that was all before the fucking credits yeah wait wait what does he say he says something he like, does right at the end there. i don't fucking remember he's like oh shit credits now and then credits that's what he says i think he, no he says something he says something it w- it actually wasn't a bad line it's something like welcome to vegas or something you know oh like, that's probably exactly what he fucking says I don't think that's what it was, but anyway. And then it cuts to the opening credits. 
yeah. And the opening credit sequence isn't as cool as like the second or third one, but it's whatever. So Vegas is all fucked up. Finn is talking to his mom. His son is weirdly obsessed with sharks and he's kind of a dick and I don't like him. You mean his, his littlest one, yeah. Gil? Yes. Yeah. Gil's a fucking pain in the ass. I don't Where like did him. Gil get this idea that his dead is he, mom is a is shark? Is an actual shark? I don't fucking know. That had to come from somewhere. They visited her in the hospital for four years. They say that. He he's, saw his mom. He's trying to deal with his mom not being around by going, she's a shark, that's why she's not there. I mean, yeah, I guess that would make sense, but like the kid had to have seen her for yeah. the first four years. But his name is Gil, so... And his dad's name is Finn, so what do you expect? I'm trying to think of a way to yes and you on that one, and I am <laughs> I am coming up with nothing. A- Aston? Uh, Aston, I think, is uh, Tommy Davis, and he needs to get Finn's dad, who is also named Gil, to finish this mech suit that he's been working on quicker so they can do shark stuff with it. The fuck's his name? David Hasselhoff shows up, and he's in this dopey-looking fucking suit. It's too fucking hot to be remembering names right and now. And there's also Gary Busey. Gary Busey, by the way, should have been the one to play Tommy fucking Davidson's character. That would have been way better. Yes. Oh, God. I would love to have seen that. What a wasted... You don't fucking make Gary Busey the not crazy scientist. Like, he's crazy, but he's not fucking playing crazy. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, is it seems like they had Gary Busey for about 90 minutes that day <laughs> to shoot the entire portion of his contribution to the movie because seriously like three quarters of what he of everything he does is just him looking at a camera and shouting at someone off screen and then he has like one scene that has Tara Reed and David Hasselhoff and the daughter whose name I can't fucking remember her name is Claudia so fucking Busey kind of wasted <laughs> either way the suit that David Hasselhoff is supposed to be building or some shit it flies and it kind of looks like shitty Iron Man yeah, really shitty. <laughs> Finn's daughter, Claudia, is there working like, oh. at this place? Oh, you're talking about the jetpack suit, because the jetpack yeah. suit is not the power suit that no, um, no, no, that, that we that, that we comes talk about later. Yeah. The jetpack suit looks like it's it literally looks like it's made out of styrofoam that was hot glued together. Like cut to shape and hot glued together. Cause it was. But yeah, Finn's daughter is there, and I don't really know what her purpose for being there is. She's in a suit. She's like his assistant or something. She looks like she's 12. Yeah, she's she looks really young. And she calls him grandpa and he's like, hey, she's like, sorry, Colonel. I'm like, that's some sort of weird sex thing. Hoff, you need to chill the fuck out there. Well, he had that line. Yeah, I I know. In the last one. I know. And I made the same fucking joke. So we learned that Matt wasn't there for his mother's funeral because he was deployed, I guess, is the reason. So Gemini got them all tickets to for this train because they, they need to get out of the city. They need to get away and get them out of the flood zone. And of course, Finn can't just have a nice fucking train ride, right? Nope. Because uh, he's drawing Sharknados <laughs> to him at all times. But before we get to that part, we see a hooded figure in leather running down the street. Awkwardly, because nobody in this movie knows how to run. Yeah, and she's running wearing these fashion combat boot <laughs> things, Yeah, which clearly makes her run awkward, because it would. I mean, those souls have no give. There's, they're not ergonomically designed. Yeah, and she's running in them. So right off the bat, I'm like, all right, this is fucking ridiculous. Somebody else runs weird later, and I can't remember. I think I, I, think I wrote it down, though. So it's April. It's fucking April, of course. It's, it's Tara Reid, and she... Ends up where Gary Busey is, and Gary Busey's her dad. Because this 
makes all sorts of sense. And she's a robot as far as we know, but she's not really a robot, but she's kind of a robot, but she has this thing like wrapped around her waist or it is part of her. Maybe it's just a really bad effect and it's supposed to be her. She's a Robocop. Okay. And she has to plug herself in. Otherwise she'll die. All From that the boobs down. Because they oh. wanted her to have cleavage. Uh, now we come back to the train. We'll we'll get back to fucking April and her bullshit later. So on the train... She has to plug herself in like an iPod. Yeah, she has to plug herself <laughs> like like an iPod. I think there's literally a scene where she busts out like a phone charger. And is like, I gotta plug myself in. Um, you're old. Nobody knows what an iPod is. You're right. You're right. It, an iPhone. Sorry, I'm showing my age. An iPhone. Thank you. She has to plug in like... Oh, God, I wish I could think of something older, but I can't. Um... <laughs> So we're back on the train now, and there's a Sharknado coming. And, you know, because Jim and I looks back, she's like, look, it's fucking back there. And it's like, of course. And it sucks up the dam, I wrote, because it took yeah. me a second. The yeah. entire it, dam. It just rips all of the concrete off of the Hoover Dam. And what does it turn into? It turns into a, a boulder Boulder-nado. <laughs> Yes. And this is where this is where the uh my 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 cool YouTuber guy comes in. Andre the Black Nerd, that that that's what they call it. That's what he calls himself on YouTube. Okay. Uh he plays the train conductor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is your YouTuber that yeah, you like. I like him a lot. He has he talks about Power Rangers and all sorts of nerdy shit. Um, I was wondering who this dude was because again, you can tell when it's a cameo shot. Yeah. Yep, definitely a cameo, and I, I watched a video on his channel about him doing it and stuff, and it was, it was fun. Yeah, his his thing, when he signs off, you'll love this. It's very 90s. He says, he says I love you like a play cousin. I'm Audi 5000. Chain chomp, yomp, and then he does the thing with over the camera. <laughs> it's fun. I like him. Anyways, he gets his head bitten off uh, by a shark covered in rocks, which would be cool if Sounds... it wasn't this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, at this point, these sharks have been being swirled around in this NATO for quite some time. I mean, we've left Las Vegas and we've moved into, I think, I think we're in Arizona now, is it? Or I don't know. Cause, cause <laughs> the dam is on the border, I think of, of Nevada and Arizona. So we've got to be in Arizona or on the border of Nevada and Arizona. And these sharks should be fucking dead by now. No, but they can't. They're magic sharks. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That these sharks are still alive and chomping at things. Char- sharks have to breathe, just no, like we do. Not these sharks. They're surviving up there in space, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so so Finn has to stop the trade. This <sighs> is like a convoluted mess of nonsense, so I don't even really know what the fuck happens. Yeah, he- like, why do they need to stop the train? The NATO is right on their tail. Yeah. They need to keep that. They need to get that train moving faster, so, if anything. For some reason, what they their their plan is to get everybody like to the front car or whatever so they can detach the front car from the back because once the apparently once the tornado fucking eats the train the rest of the train it'll just go away it's just eating the rear cars like the back three or four cars so they had to get everybody out of those and then this one lady who is obviously another cameo but who looks like she's at best i don't know who she is a real housewife of somewhere that's probably what she is um she's like no we have to stay right here and then a shark busts through the window and eats her face off uh it is fun though when he's fighting a shark on the rooftop it's kind of ridiculous and i like that (laughs) that is so fucking ridiculous okay first off a shark that shark out of water weighs 800 pounds easily (laughs) then on top of it it's covered in rocks that have stabbed themselves and embedded themselves in its flesh that's a thousand pound shark and he's just he's just wrestling it like it's not first he catches it first he catches it and <laughs> shoulders the fucking thing 
Then it wrestles him to the ground by snapping at his head. Yeah, and then and, he, like they, they whiz past a thing and it cuts its face off. Yeah, Dennis hoppers it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's a good way to put that. Also, um, in order to stop this tornado, Aston <coughs> has decided he's going to blow up the Grand Canyon and that's how he's going to stop it. So that's that's a thing and we'll come back to that because guess what we got? A training montage with April, 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 with April and her bionic craziness. Wait. We literally cut in the midst of this sequence. No, it's it's over. It's oh, over okay. and like everything kind of stops and yeah, and then we get the training montage. I just was tired of talking about the stupid train. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, uh, he blows up the Grand Canyon and creates a new lake. Uh April says chainsaw really weird. And I can't remember how she says it now. She's like chainsaw. Chain chainsaw chainsaw. No, she does say it super weird. Yeah. She's like chainsaw. <laughs> it was something because she's bizarre. She has like go go gadget stuff in her fucking hands and stuff. Yeah. Turn on the force, it's a, that guy says, and then a it's lightsaber some, pops out of her hand. I'm trying to... Re- Me you too, need to I dub can't. it in, because I it's ridiculous it. the way it, she says it. It is so weird. And there's another... There's somebody else pronounces something else fucking weird later on. It's like she's never heard the word yeah, chainsaw like before. Like, nobody can run, and nobody can say words in this movie. <laughs> So now we cut, we cut back to the group again. They're getting taken to the Asterix facility, and and Gemini is, just looks at Aston and goes, you fucking blew up the Grand Canyon. He's like, yeah, but I saved a bunch of Boy Scouts or some shit that maybe were there. Aston wants Finn to get on the camera and be the spokesperson for Astro X, and Finn's like, fuck that noise. I'm not, I don't care about being famous or any of that shit. I love how fast he turns on him at this point. Like, he flew him here. He, he sent a helicopter out to get him, bring him here, He's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Then he's like, you know what? You need to get the fuck out of here. You're not a team player. You're nothing. And then he's like, get out. And like, that's it. That's all it took. One no. And this dude turns into a three-year-old. Incel energy. Gilbert Gottfried is in this fucking movie. <laughs> As the storm chaser. Ron McDonald. Ron McDonald. That's right. Ron McDonald in the storm chaser van. And... If you know who Gilbert Gottfried is, you know exactly what that entails. Just him yelling about shit. Yep. It's exactly what you expect. Yeah. It's Gilbert Gottfried being Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here for it because he's fucking Gilbert Gottfried, right? Yeah. It's kind of either going to be your thing or it's not. <laughs> yeah. If you grew up with him, you're probably on board. If you didn't, you're probably like, get this fucking asshole off the TV right now. But he's dead now, so it's fine. I think it's all a question of whether or not you recognize the cameo. In this case, if you recognize the cameo... You're going to like it. If you, if you don't, <laughs> That's probably true. this is going to be one where you're going to be like, get this guy off the fucking screen now. <laughs> the mech suit. The mech suit for real this time. But then uh, this is another instance where why does everybody pronounce shit so weird? Uh, the daughter, Claudia, goes, is that the mech suit or something? She said it really <laughs> weird. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was very strange. Like it's the, the new mech suit from Ron McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to find that clip, too, because because it's been so long since I watched it. I just fucking don't remember now. I didn't actually catch her mispronunciation it wasn't as weird it. as the chainsaw thing the chainsaw thing was really <laughs> off-putting but it was like really the emphasis was just on the wrong syllable yeah, okay. and it was strange okay is that the mech suit i was fully tuned out at this point it, well, I, it, by this enough. point in the movie at least on my second viewing i was like okay let's just get to the next thing well yeah okay so finn and company are driving and there's a there's a nato of some kind a tornado of some a nato it's a nato fuck 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 you guys yeah, it's of some nato. kind coming after them it's literally coming after them at this point it's, it's just going wherever they are yep they decide to fight and they find a chainsaw store it literally says they're in texas now they're in texas now is this the is this the cameo you hate no this is the cameo i love okay cool this is the cameo that made me really happy but okay let's let's remember this 
This is happening over a very short course of time. First off, the sharks are still alive. They went from Nevada to Arizona, and now they're in Texas, we the have, biggest state in the union. We have already established that they can survive in space, so we're good. Don't but ever think that. They don't just survive in space. They now survive in oil. There's an oil NATO coming. Yes. Which will soon become a which fire NATO. Which becomes a fire NATO. They're still surviving. Do you want to talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter? Sure. Before, Let's talk before about we, Dog the Bounty Before we get Hunter. to the fire Let's NATO. Let's do it. Fuck Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> and I'm done. His name is Chop Top, by the way. The, the character's name yes. is Chop Top. Yes. Clear reference to... And if... To an actor that I like. Yeah. I was I was thinking during this, like, if they're going to do Chop Top, couldn't they just get Bill Mosley? No. I mean, Mosley can't have that too, that high of a... Of a, yes, he can. A pay scale, can he? Well, he's he's too good for this. You know, he, he is, is too good for this. But it's like honestly, the movies were pretty fun up to this point. Well, that's true. Maybe they tried to get him, and they're just like, he's maybe just he like, read this. No. Maybe he actually cared about reading the script, and they were like, yeah, there's no script. He would because apparently he's a serious fucking actor. That's true. He is a good actor, which, which I learned doing the Army of Darkness episode. Yeah, he, he is a good actor. He actually cares about the things he's So in. I had no fucking idea that was him. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so Chop Top, and then there's Gunner. Is that is that another cameo? Is that a guy? No, no. no? The guy who plays okay. Gunner, I, if he's a cameo, I don't know it. But the gal who played Stretch yes. is Stretch from Texas Chainsaw 2, the star of Texas Chainsaw 2. And what does she say? She's like, you don't come to fucking Texas without a chainsaw massacre or something. <laughs> She is super into it. She is just loving this cameo. And I got to believe, you know, like she doesn't get nearly as much love as Mosley gets. I mean, in fairness, she's not as good an actor as I haven't seen uh, Texas Chainsaw 2, and I know I need to. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, you absolutely need to. I know, like, that's the one everybody's like, everybody's like either there for or like fucking just out. It's absolutely nuts. It's fantastic. (laughs) I. 100% love it. If you have not, the first one that's like super dark and yeah. gritty and then then they can't top it so he's just like fuck it, let's gremlins to this shit. Yep, pretty yep. much, pretty much. It's it's like I mean, it literally the climax of the movie literally takes place in a Disney ride made out of <laughs> dead bodies. What? That's fucking awesome. It's Why? not a literal Disney ride, well, yeah. but it is their equivalent of a Disney ride. Why haven't I watched this movie? What the hell's wrong with me? I'm going to watch that movie. Holy shit. I actually have an old DVD of it. Yeah, you, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. Okay, so now let's get to the oil NATO and the fire NATO again. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The sharks are still surviving. So yeah, Stre- Stretch and Dog the Bounty Hunter are running a chainsaw store in Texas. Yes. But our heroes need something better bigger and better than a regular chainsaw they need a giant rideable chainsaw okay as far as i know that's a (laughs) trenching tool it's made for digging trenches well it fucking does the job doesn't it it certainly does um but it is a shovel it's a chain shovel is basically what it (laughs) is okay and the chainsaw family goes at it too they're all they're all fucking swinging their chainsaws around and fighting sharks and shit who the fuck I'm asking the wrong questions for this movie. Yes, you are. I'm like, who needs a chainsaw when you're fighting a tornado? Act of nature, but there's yeah. sharks in it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not asking the right questions. This here's, is, here's a good question. I'm way overthinking this. I have a good question. So eventually, Finn gets to a point where he has to jump uh, out of the out of the giant chainsaw thing, the trench digger or whatever. Right. And him and his son, and I think one of the girls, they're right next to it, and the son pulls out. 
a fucking grenade launcher, and I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, neither do I. It literally both times I'm like, okay, I'm the the second time I watch it, I'm like, okay, nope, he nope. Just, there's pulled, no explanation. Just, okay. There's no fucking explanation of where that thing came from. They just he, they just pulled it out of La La Land. <laughs> pulls it out of his ass. I wrote. Yes, this <laughs> yeah. is what I'm talking about. Okay, you've completely disconnected cause and effect, and I'm fine with over the top causes and effects. Sharknado 3 was a blast. Well, yeah. Okay, you're in Texas. All you had to do was have one of those fucking crazy chainsaw people go, here, Finn, check this out. Exactly. Exactly. It's fucking Texas. We would have <laughs> accepted that. Yeah, there's there's nothing about that that I would not buy. But no, no. His son just, apparently he's got a magic Zelda bag, and that's where he was keeping it. <laughs> the tornado, I guess, dissipates when they fire the fucking grenade launcher into it. Now they got to go to Kansas. This movie is so fucking all over it's the place. It's all over the place. And then we get a miles to go before we before we sleep fucking reference. And uh, the gal from Clueless shows up as the mayor of yes. Chicago who's well, got it in for Finn. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that comes a little later. But I was wondering, I'm like, okay, so like her fate is that of the Wicked Witch of the West. Was she in like The Wiz or something? And no, they just made her a bitch and made a house fall on her. I wonder if this was like right after the whole thing. Because you remember what happened with her, right? No. And the NAACP awards or something oh like that. Oh boy, no, I have no idea. Or no, 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 no. It wasn't the NAACP awards. It was it was some sort of thing about Black History Month, right? Like, And she had made this comment in the, in the media somewhere about how she hated affirmative action. She oh. felt like it was holding black people back. And said said some some pretty pretty inflammatory shit that pissed off a lot of people. And then immediately, like right on the heels of that, was like announcing something about Black History Month and was like kicking off some kind of Black History Month celebration. And black people were like, this is I mean, I'm not saying all black people, but some prominent voices in the black community were like, fuck you. And I'm par- I'm paraphrasing that whole thing yeah. terribly. I'm sure I'm. I'm missing so fucking much of it. But we'll we'll get to her. We'll we'll make fun of her a little bit more here later. Uh, apparently, uh, the tornado does not dissipate. By the way, I lied. The tornado wasn't done yet. Now there's a lightning NATO, and it's heading straight for Kansas. <laughs> Jesus, that's right, the lightning NATO. Oh, but we'll come back oh to that. We're cutting all over the place. Busey told April that Finn has been dead the whole time. So that she, no, Finn, no, Finn, not just Finn, Finn the and whole the whole family. family. Yes, the, that they died when she got knocked out for not putting a coma or whatever. Cause she sees Finn on TV and she's like, what the fuck? They're alive. And he's like, yeah, I guess they're fucking alive. Maybe. He just, <laughs> he doesn't even try to No, He's just like, yep. He's just like, well, you know, I, I, I had to tell you something. I was you know, trying to, trying to protect you. Blah. It is Gary Busey way. <laughs> and then she takes off and she's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and like, fuck you. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. Cause she's a robot. He doesn't even react to, she like smack. She like blows the door off or the hinges, and he's like, "Yeah, well, don't go, you know, Just stop." Because <laughs> please, because he's so clearly shooting on a completely different day on a completely different soundstage. That's funny, and that's yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that. I thought Busey of all people didn't have anything going on, so why wouldn't he just fucking be there the whole time? I have no idea. I don't know what Busey's up to. I don't know what his life looks like, but he he's he's looking rough, and uh, and he's not putting quite the level of energy into this that he put into say Ginger Dead Man. The next cameo is pretty cool, though. Uh, we get a little WWE action with Seth Rollins. I knew some of these people had to be WWE. They just scream it. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good wrestler. He's uh, married to Becky Lynch, lucky guy, at Mount Rushmore. And he says, I'm going to super kick that storm. 
Like, yeah, you and like 90% of the wrestlers that exist today are going to super kick something. <laughs> the super kick used to mean something when only Shawn Michaels did it. And now every fucking buddy does it. Was he the one who was um, putting the whatever it was? Oh, God. Whatever what? he was doing at Mount Rushmore. I don't remember what it was. He, he was like, he, he, oh, he was putting an isotope in the base of the oh, yeah. disruptor. That's, yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. I had a feeling that guy in particular, he, he, he gave off wrestler vibes. He's a good wrestler, too. He's, he's, he's cool. We, we like him. I don't have any problem with wrestlers. I've been watching a lot of Glow lately. Oh, Glow's awesome. It's really, like, really fucking good. Like the show Glow or like the old fucking wrestling show Glow? Oh, no, 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 not, not, I, just the, the, the Netflix, Netflix show? show. Okay. I did love the episode that they did where it's just an episode. Where's the Glow? The yeah, that was cool. I was like, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been wanting to see. The first time I watched, after I watched all the way through it, I went back and I watched the Glow documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. So Glow was a yeah. real thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I knew ladies wrestling was a real yep, thing. The gorgeous of ladies of wrestling was actually a thing. Wow. None of the characters were there sure. or anything. They were, that's all different. I'm but. sure it's entirely fictionalized, but that's okay. But uh, yeah, it's a lot like that. And like a lot of the characters are based on uh-huh. like some characters that were real. Very interesting. Very weird eighties, man. The eighties was fucking just an odd time. Cocaine, to be man. Cocaine. And another note about everybody running weird in this movie. I think, I don't even know who's fucking running at this point because I just kind of make notes about people doing stupid shit. That's that's who's running funny. It's it's fucking Claudia. She's running weird in those heels that she's wearing. Cause, oh, that's because her and the Hoff have to get to that fancy old car that looks like it's like impaled on some stuff because it's a weird angle. It is a cool car. Though. Yeah, it is. I was hoping the Hoff, I was hoping the Hoff was gonna make a Knight Rider reference because it's like oh, Knight Rider fuck. for an old guy. Yeah, dude. But uh, no, no such luck, because again, this movie doesn't have a goddamn script. (laughs) Uh, So a lot of stuff happens here real quick. So they drive off. April finds some kid and saves his ass from I don't know what the fuck happened, but apparently the the fancy car gets thrown up into the air by the tornado yep or something and then it gets hurled down at this little kid and april runs in grabs it and is like get out of here kid i'm iron man's wife yeah but then i'm like i'll um, save you that's the wrong comic book you're fucking referencing there so she puts down the car and it's the car that you know the hoff and fucking claudia are in. and claudia's like oh my god you're alive wow what the fuck but iron and, man was still alive at that time too so that is true oh, oh ooh. spoiler alert guys Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and then, yeah, now, now we get the mayor making her uh, Wizard of Oz references and get your little fucking Jeez. dog or whatever, too. <laughs> that happens. Yep. That's a thing yep. that happens. It's just, it's just fucking everywhere. This movie's everywhere. It's the Wizard of Oz. It's Knight Rider. <laughs> so Finn and everybody else, their car is all fucked up. Uh, they stop somewhere. I don't even know where. And are able to get help from a friend of his. Okay. I like this cameo, too, because do you know what this is? Oh, of course I know who I, I know. You I know grew who up it is. on Steve Gutenberg. Do you, do you know what it is, though? Yes, it's a reference. To, well, okay, I don't know if what Gutenberg's character was a reference to, but the car is Christine. Okay. Yeah, the car is Christine. Christine. No, you know what? When he mentioned, like, oh, there's, like, giant ants or fucking whatever. Well, I don't know what that is. That's a spinoff movie of Sharknado, so that guy, there's, there's two of those. I can't really? Remember. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm kind of all about that. Oh, well, that's kind of awesome. Now, I, I want to, do they star Gutenberg? Yeah. Yeah, let's see. I what is looked. it? What is it called? I've never heard of it. Antalanche. You wish. You wish, but no. Check it out. Lava Lantula. Oh my god. <laughs> and the second one is called Two, two Lava Two Lantula. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I definitely need to see this. I was gonna say. I I, I think. Yeah, that's 
that's definitely on the list at some point. Although at the same time, this is again symptomatic of how this movie is just completely disorganized because he called him for a car and he shows up with, with Christine, Christine and she's and actually he, alive. And he says, yeah, I've been up to this thing in Florida with these ants. He's in Kansas. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because uh lava Lanchula takes place in LA. What? Yeah. Oh, you sure it doesn't take place in Louisiana? Maybe he said Louisiana. It said Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles. At least on the, what do you call this thing? Uh, on the IMDb? No, the other thing, Wikipedia. On the Wikipedia? But it, the first movie features an appearance by Ian Ziering, tying the film into Sharknado. <laughs> okay. As Finn. He's, As he's Finn. playing Finn. Okay. I'm sure it's extremely well written. Oh, very. It's got to be. I mean, if, it, if it's as good as the first couple Sharknado movies, we're, we're, in, oh, we're yeah. in fucking business. No, I'm all about it. So yeah, Christine. So <laughs> at least we get a John Carpenter reference, I guess. Cool. Cool. I gotta, I gotta say, the question of why the fuck Steve Gutenberg has Christine is definitely on my mind at this point. Is because they could get it. <laughs> they could get Gutenberg, and they could get Christine. So, Gutenberg had Christine. Okay, they that's were, fine. They were both just hanging out the Universal backlot that day. Apparently. <laughs> that badass song plays again, which is fucking perfect. I love that stupid song so much. <laughs> it's not a good song at all. No, But it's, it's like the perfect... Song. Like, Finn's gonna go kick some ass song. Yes, it is. For this movie. And it makes me happy. I could only ever like it in this movie. Oh, but yeah. But I'm okay with it, yeah. It belongs here. So April then goes back to her dad with uh, with old Gil and Claudia. So this is where we learned that he had taken her, he took her from the hospital because the doctors weren't doing their jobs or whatever. They weren't getting her better. After four years of being in a coma, he just apparently just grabs her and which sounds super believable coming from Gary Busey looking the way he does <laughs> and knowing that he's been lying to everybody for a year now that everyone else was dead like wait Cla- Claudia I think says wait you're on our your ashes are on our fucking mantle and then Gary Busey's like that's your dog no no your dog's ashes he, he's not even that empathetic about it he's like oh yeah that's your dog <laughs> and then we get the actual mech suit Busey uncovers it and it looks similar to the one from aliens doesn't it I think it it's looks like supposed to it be. It looks a little bit like the aliens mech suit, but that one was not enclosed, and this one is enclosed. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that that'd be the primary difference. Also, this that one had like clamp hands. This has chainsaw hands. Yeah, well, that it's got to have fucking chainsaw. But hands. there's definitely an aliens influence on this thing for sure. There's also a Sharknado over Salt Lake City, and I said, okay, get rid of that fucking horrible city because <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, people that aren't awful, but, you know, collateral damage is necessary sometimes. <laughs> no, no SLC Punk 3 then, huh? Paul Schaefer shows up. He's playing his dumb music in the middle of the fucking city when the tornado comes. I think uh, this was right after Letterman actually retired, wasn't it? Uh, maybe. Because he's got the out of work sign. Oh, <laughs> maybe that was the joke. Yeah. We got company. Like the nade, like the shark nados are alive. Somebody says that I don't even know who. The lightning nado is behind them, and so is a giant ball of shit filled with sharks. It's like this. It's, it's the biggest ball of twine in Kansas. That's right. It's the ball of twine. Thank you. There's a shark on a park bench, and then Finn slams it into a tree. That part was kind of funny. That made me happy a little bit. Which I have to say, I am a supporter of the Darwin, Minnesota twine ball because it was rolled by a single person. The Kansas <laughs> twine ball was rolled by. A community. Oh, okay. You know, people working together. Fuck that. (laughs) 
That is not America, <laughs> goddammit. Back in April's Acres, Gil and Grandma go into the little shelter. There's a shelter, and it looks like they said there's food for months down there. There's fucking nothing down there. There's just a bunch of, it's just dirt and <laughs> a, like a wooden bench or some shit. Yes, but they expect you to to supply the food in your imagination in oh. the unseen corners of the bunker. It's like that scene in Hook where they're all eating dinner. I was thinking it's more like the scene in Planet Dune when there's no fucking chasm and they insist that they have to jump over the chasm. The two foot hole. <laughs> it's just like. No, no, no. I'm talking about, remember they said that there's a, that there was a, uh, like a cliff or something like that and they jump over it, but they never cut below the waist to show any kind of a cliff. That's just too hard. Ron McDonald. We're back. We're back to Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> there's a cow. It's, it's a, a cow. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and then this this is the this is the twister reference. Yep. With a cow go across the screen. <laughs> the funny thing is is kids nowadays are never going to pick up that reference, but boy, that was a phenomenon for a moment. That I, cow, that cow particularly. I think I saw that movie once. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was everywhere in in what what year was it? 96, 97? It was the mid 90s. Post Jurassic Park and around the same time as like Congo and shit. Yeah, it was like 95, 96, something it, like that. It was the it was in those few years oh shit it might have been 94 it, yeah it was about. in those few years it's like oh shit michael Crichton books let's <laughs> let's make yeah. let's make all these movies that are just like that yep granted twister's not a michael Crichton book but you know what i mean but twister was one of the big ones yeah and then you go back to it and i heard it's like hey watching the cow go across the tv at home it's just like Meh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> On the, on the big screen, it was fantastic. You it was it home. <laughs> because it was the first time you actually saw a cow that didn't look like it was, you know, just like the Monty Python well, bad yeah. taxidermy cow being thrown across the screen. You know, like it actually looked like it was being carried by the wind and it was moving and stuff. I'm sure the CGI is absolutely terrible by today's standards, but it looked great by the yeah, standards of the Yeah, but that shit the back day. then? Yeah. Oh, man. I can only imagine. Do you, people probably shouted witchcraft when Tron came out. Like, <laughs> like Disney's just forever the evil company that does all sorts of weird devil shit. <laughs> Somebody says, uh, again, I can't remember which character. Follow the yellow brick road. I can't believe I just said that. That was Finn. That was definitely oh, Did he Finn. say that? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like a, a whole bunch of yellow bricks get smashed across <laughs> the road by uh, one of the NATOs. I can't remember. And, and then, uh, yeah, he says that. They, they are in Kansas. They do make it to the farm, and they find a bunch of weapons that Nova has stashed there. There's even an Excalibur-like saw sword. Which is the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it yeah. has no motor on it, and yet later, when he whips it out, it goes... Magic. As he stabs it into a shark. It's shark magic. And chainsaws don't work like that. Chainsaw chains by themselves, they are sharp, yes, but they're more like hooks than they are like blades. That's a sword, though. No, that's ridiculous. That's a chain sword. If if they'd actually put a motor on it and had him pull a trigger and have it go, then I would have been like, yes. Well, then you're giving them too much credit that they thought about that. But that's not what the fucking thing did. <laughs> Matt gets into the shelter. Gil runs out. Okay, I don't know why I lumped that note in together with that shit. Fuck, fuck Matt, fuck Gil. Gabby gets crushed by some, well, by a shark, right? Well, yeah, no, that's after Gil runs out, I think. Yeah, it Gabby, is after, after he runs out. Gabby gets her arm bit by a shark and it takes her down to the ground. Yeah. And then she's shooting up into the air and 
a hammerhead just fucking lands on her head and squashes it because blood just blows out like a popped balloon. And it's like, wait, you just killed this major new character like that? And guess what happens? Fucking nothing. Literally nobody ever mentions her ever again. Matt is not sad. Nobody has anything to say about it. I think he yells her name for a moment and then that is literally it, it. It's it. I'm like, dude. You guys have known each other for like three years now. Yeah. No tearful scene. No. What um, am I going to do with my life? Nothing. It's just on to the next thing. Yeah. And Gemini kicks a shark in the face, which is cool, I guess. (laughs) The moment's lost because you're going like, they just... They just killed that chick and nobody cares. No connective tissue in this story. It's just a, it's just a series of scenes connected by fucking nothing. <laughs> We're about to come up on the most egregious, most ridiculous, total disconnection from reality scene of the entire movie. I'm wondering if we're talking, if we're thinking about the same thing. We'll, we'll, well, let's keep going. Let's find out. Okay, okay, let's let's. So the storm passes and Grandma kind of emerges from the cellar. Everything's fucked. The no, 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 no. The storm doesn't pass until. Well, yeah, I, I wrote. I'm kind of like everything goes kind of fast. So I went. The, the storm passes, but the but the tornado is still going somewhere though, because Finn and Gil and Gemini are getting all like sucked into it. No, I don't know the, where it is. The exactly. barn got ripped up. They they were all three in the barn, and it got ripped up. And carried into the oh, I guess into yeah, the that's NATO. Right. That does that. That is what happens, and that right. happens before she comes out of the shelter, and then it blows away, and she comes out of the shelter. That's right, and they're all they're all getting fucked, and the Chicago mayor lady is blaming Finn for all the for all the tornadoes and shit. So she, you're on her side. No, I'm not on her side. <laughs> I'm. I think she's right, but okay. that doesn't make her not a dick. So Finn ends up using that cool fucking sword saw. On a on a shark. Oh, okay, I... we're 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 fully in the midst of the thing that I'm talking about. Okay, okay, cool. They're in this NATO. Yes. Trapped in the barn. Finn and Gil are both <laughs> hanging by their fingertips <laughs> on the edge of like a workbench that is bolted to the floor, and they're being sucked. I don't know where, <laughs> but they're the, the NATO is trying to suck them out of the barn, right? And Gemini's like, hi, Gail. She's outside. And fucking and while me. they're dangling by their fingertips, we pass out of the state of Kansas through what's what's next to Kansas, Missouri, I think. And then into Illinois. This is the width of Washington state. They just traveled <laughs> all while hanging by their fingers and being pulled at by a Sharknado. Yes. They traveled the length of wash uh, of Washington state. Yes. And now they're in, in now they're in Illinois and finally it releases them and they're able to run about the barn and fight sharks. So at this point you should have completely given up on trying to logic your way out of the It's like Game of Thrones when at first everybody was like miles and miles apart and it took months to get places and then they're just kind of poof in, in yeah. yeah. Tornadoes don't move that fast. I mean, they move fast, don't get me wrong, but they don't move that fucking fast. They what don't about? move that much faster than a car can drive. But these aren't tornadoes they're shark nados it even slower than i'm saying this is a nado that has like a bunch of shit it's carrying around in it that just makes it faster it's ridiculous this is where i was like fuck this movie (laughs) everything after now i'm just waiting for the movie to be over (sighs) me too twice actually twice two times the house falls and it falls right on the fucking mayor of chicago who's wearing the the wicked witch of the of the east's uh leggings yeah and and ruby slippers yeah the only thing that doesn't happen is her legs don't coil up that's true she just they just kind of 
shudder and then fall still. Uh, we get a Lloyd Kaufman cameo that's completely wasting him and his weirdness. Yeah, I would have figured they'd have something better for Lloyd Kaufman to do than just be an off-screen disconnected cameo. He doesn't even make a face. He just kind of like is a person in Sharknado. I mean, I guess that's kind of the weirdest thing you can have Lloyd <laughs> Kaufman do is be completely normal. Don't emote at all. Don't do anything. Remember that time you were in Rocky? Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that still kills me that Lloyd Kaufman is in Rocky. That is the best. I watched The Toxic Avenger recently with Storm, and then I told him that Lloyd Kaufman, the director... I, I think Lloyd directed it, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Yep. The director of The Toxic Avenger was in Rocky, which is one of Storm's favorite movies, too. And he was like, wait, what? The guy who made this movie was in Rocky? Like, yeah. And I told him who he was. <laughs> and he was he, like, you could just see his brain exploding. Did you tell him that him and the him and the director of Rocky were really good friends? Which <laughs> yeah. is which is even funnier when you think about it, because you have you have John Avildsen over here making Rocky and Joe and Eight Seconds. You have Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> over here, Toxic Avenger, Tromeo and Juliet. <laughs> just oh my god, Poultrygeist, just fucking like weird. Two paths diverged in the woods. Yeah. I don't know who took the one less traveled, but it was definitely one of them. Lloyd Kaufman's traveled a lot, dude. That good. That guy. <laughs> Avildsen only made like five movies. Really? I think he didn't. He didn't make that many movies. But either way, fucking Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman's a machine. Respect, man. He's still going. That fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. So Aston uh, is getting all the all the tornadoes taken out in all the various cities because he's finally got his thing to kind of work. April is finally reunited with Finn and Gil, and you know, and she does the Terminator thing again. She said, I'll be back earlier. Now she says, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, no, she she goes in and she's like chucking barn beams oh, yeah. that are so clearly <laughs> blocks of styrofoam carved to look like wood. But it's delightful. She's just <laughs> picking these fuckers up and throwing them behind her. And then she uncovers Finn and Gil st stashed underneath oh, yes. like a, a, a workbench. Come with me. You lied. If you want to live. You remember more shit than I do. Well, I... Like I said, I did just watch it. <laughs> I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Yeah. That was another line. Uh, April and Finn have a moment that could have been good in a different movie because I think they're on the plane at yeah. this point. And, they're, and it was like almost a good moment. And then it started to get like weirdly smalty. I mean, like he kind of has this thing where he's like, where she, where she kind of goes, you know, like, how are we going to deal with this? And he's like, there's nothing to deal with. Yeah. I love you. You know, like. You're my everything. And I'm like, oh, good moment. And then the music swells and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Get that. This isn't Casablanca. Get yeah, the fuck out of here. It took it too far, God damn it. And this is where this is where the note I wrote, this is the only time I've ever uh, found Tara Reid even slightly hot in my entire life. <laughs> uh, so she has to be charged or she'll die. She's like, I, I need to be charged. So I'm up in this, you know, I, I'm, I'm at like whatever percent. I don't even fucking right. know. April meets Gil and he's a little fuckhole. And I hate this guy. <laughs> this little shit. I don't like him. He's like, you're not my mom. My mom's a shark. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. In fairness, you know, having to grow up with your mom in that condition, you're you're not going to grow up entirely right. But he wasn't even nice to her. I'm like, fuck, man. That's true. He was, <laughs> that was pretty not empathetic. Like, wh what are you doing, Finn? <laughs> like, like, what are you instilling in these children? First off, you got your oldest son over there throwing off red flags like a fucking soccer ref. And he doesn't even give a shit when she's dead. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell, man? Then we get the hail NATO and the lava NATO. 
the hail more like an ice nato if it, than anything like it's freezing yeah. shit like like the goddamn uh uh day after tomorrow all the Sharknado names are uh, being delivered to us by Al, by Roker. Al Roker, by the yeah. way. Every and time, yeah. his co-host who's wearing an eye patch with no explanation. I think she was. they were attacked in the last movie. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's why. I okay, I, I forgot about that entirely. The Lightning NATO is headed for a nuclear power plant, and now there's radioactive sharks. A nuke NATO. <laughs> a nuke NATO. This would, God, there's like fun ideas here. Like, yeah. I like the ideas, and I like the idea of nuclear sharks, which should have been the whole fucking movie. Like, <laughs> I don't mind you escalating to that, but the thing is, is like, they've, they've disconnected me from the story by not giving it a narrative through line. Like there's, there's no connection from one event to the next. Like if you had just made it that, you know, yeah, Finn is generating these Sharknados and give us some logical steps that, that take us from one sequence to the next, but they don't, there's just no <laughs> goddamn connection anywhere. Yeah. And I, I'll do that. <laughs> I can give you a lot of leeway, but you gotta meet me halfway. So they they come up with the plan that they need like a bunch of water to defuse the nuke NATO. And April's dad has a thing to make it happen. I still don't know exactly what it is, but it's the quantum Oh, is that it's thing? the quantum okay. engine or something like that. So they have to go to Niagara Falls cuz that's where the, there's a bunch of fucking water around. Again, all you have to do is throw the word quantum in and there's your sci-fi explanation. There it is. Aston is going to jump out of his plane in a flight suit thing and then he does the Will Smith thing. I'll make this look good. As he's jumping yeah. out of the plane. Uh, he's going to activate... Oh, it's the quantum box. That's what it is. There you the go. Quantum the quantum box. box. Uh, I swear to God, if if I ever made a sci-fi movie, I have to create a device called the Quantum MacGuffin. <laughs> so like, need, just like, just like crawl it right up its own ass. You need to do like a weird, dumb sci-fi novel. Like, it doesn't work. It maybe does when the side of the cliff falls. I fucking... At this no, point, they, they, I'm kind of out. <laughs> Yeah, they said he needs another one. Basically, it the one by itself isn't enough, so it needs another quantum box, which there is another one in the other mech suit. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. And now we get we get the cheesy hero shot here. Finn goes, family rules. And then you get the hero shot of the whole family walking towards the camera. He jumps in the Mets. Oh, he, they, they go up to the mech suit, and Finn goes, does it take quarters or tokens? And Okay, his, boomer. His dad is like... It may not look like much, but she's got it where it counts. Is that a Hot Rod reference? No, that was fucking Star Wars. Oh, is it? Hot Rod was referencing Star Wars if Hot Rod said that. Oh, okay. I've seen Hot Rod more than I've seen Star Wars. <laughs> I haven't. I like Star Wars, but I don't remember all the references. It's uh, it's when, when Han Solo, when Luke oh, sees right, the right. Millennium Falcon about, for the first time. What a like, piece of yeah. junk. Yeah, that's right. The nuke NATO is here. Oh, God. See me waving my arms frantically. Trying to get myself back in the mood. It's really hot in here, and I'm sweating like crazy, and I'm, I'm going to fucking die. Uh, Finn and April stay behind to kick some ass, basically. The rest of the family, they're going to go do their own fucking bullshit. But April and Finn are, like, going to fly over the water. That'll come in a second. I assume these two two chicks that get eaten by the atomic sharks are from Baywatch. Yeah, I believe they are. Atomic I... sharks? How come that's not a movie by itself? <laughs> I'm sure it probably is. Probably. If the asylum's not war hasn't done it already they're probably working on it that is the name of my band atomic sharks yeah that's, that's awesome. not that's not a good name for a band yeah we're not a, we wouldn't be a good band anyways who gives a shit all right shark tooth dildo no that's too Ooh. that's that that that's too death metal wait what the mech suit blew away and finn got it what the fuck am i talking about i think the mech suit got sucked up in the sharknado before hasselhoff <laughs> could get into it and oh finn, yeah like jumped onto it or something and was able to get in i I, honestly, at that point, 
I was kind of in and out. I was checking my phone and shit because like this whole sequence kind of sucks. Okay. April can fly now. Yeah. April's um, like, again, she's got the Iron Man powers. That's not the important part though. No. So Gemini, Matt, and Little Gil, they're hanging out and and they're <laughs> they go, Gil, you'll be safe in the barrel. And they find one of those going over Niagara Falls barrels. It's like lined and everything. You'll be safe. What? How will he be safe in a fucking barrel? Well, I mean, it would be harder for a shark to grab him out of the air if he's in the barrel. Okay, whatever, sure. He'll be safe in the barrel. Ugh. There are sharks flying everywhere, eating everybody. I mean, a shark eats his fucking sister. And I think a yeah. shark ate his grandpa, too, didn't he? I didn't see that part on screen, but later at, later events will indicate that yes, a shark ate everybody gets fucking eating. Gil. Well, one person gets eaten by a shark, and then that shark gets eaten by a shark, and then that shark gets eaten by a shark, and then that shark gets eaten by a shark, and then that shark gets eaten by a whale. Yeah, but that's the final... That's, <laughs> when, that's when Finn gets eaten by the shark. When Finn gets eaten by the shark, then it's just shark upon shark upon shark upon whale. Oh, my God. Okay, well, here it is. Here it is. Here, hang on. Uh, April has lasers in her hands. Whatever. Okay, Matt gets eaten by a shark. There's too much shit going on here. Gemini stabs a shark and takes a ride going after the barrel. Like, she stabs it and she shy halludes it fucking <laughs> over. Uh, then the barrel's in the water and April saves Gil while Finn is fucking up some sharks. These are my, these are my notes. These were my real-time thoughts when I was watching the movie. <laughs> well, they also, they also, he connected with the second... Quantum uh, box. Quantum box at that point and... What did they fucking denuclearize the? Yeah, they denuclearized like yeah. the shark, the nuke NATO. So now it's just a shark NATO. So Tommy Davidson's guys <laughs> then dissipate it with the towers, and then everybody falls into the fucking drink. But on the way, <laughs> a f- like fucking sharks just down one, two, three, yeah. four, five, and then whale. Yeah, I went. Finn gets eaten, and then that shark gets eaten. And so on until a sperm whale eats the last shark. It's not a sperm whale. It's, it's not a, a blue whale. whale. It's a blue whale. Whatever. This isn't. I'm not fucking. Not They're a, two completely different kinds of whales. I'm not a whale scientist. I'm not a whaleologist. <laughs> then the whale lands, and Gil pulls the chainsaw from the stone. Little Gil. Little Gil. There's yeah. like a chainsaw. Where did the fuck did that come from? Again, this is just completely disconnected events. He just runs off, finds a fucking play school chainsaw embedded in a stone. Pulls it like young Arthur in the sword and the stone. Runs over and it turns out the chainsaw is fucking real because he hacks open that blue whale with it. Okay, that was my next. I'm like, so Gil gets a chainsaw from the stone and drops inside the whale from its blowhole oh, that's right. question mark? He, yeah, he climbs on top of it. Well, no, that kind of a whale he, has a he, mouth at the top of this giant mouth. What the fuck? Okay, whatever. I'm just going to move on. And there's just human body parts fucking everywhere. It looks like... The abattoir from fucking Pandorum. And then he proceeds while he's in the whale to cut open the sharks and pull people out. Yeah. One after another. Yes. He, he cuts the first one open. Out comes his sister and another shark. He cuts that one open. Out comes his brother and another shark. I wrote down, it's okay to let some characters die, you know. <laughs> not in this <laughs> franchise, apparently. Like, yeah, you thought, you thought not fucking. Unlo- not except fucking Frankie Muniz, that poor guy. You thought the Hoff was going to be stuck on the moon forever? Fuck no. <laughs> He's got to be in the rest of these. Come on. He's the most famous guy we got. We got to keep him. So everyone's out except for Finn. But then April cuts open the whale with her lightsaber and just like the giant side of this whale wall falls open and there she is. She just cuts a door in it. Finn had popped out of a shark. Finn pops out of a shark, but he's unconscious. CPR doesn't work, so they they defib him with sharks. They defin him. Oh, shit. Yeah. She, ho- <laughs> she pulls these two wires out of her... Out of her 
tramp stamp and has Hoff connect him to two tiny sharks, which makes perfect fucking sense. And then she rubs them together like they're the paddles of a defibrillator. She rubs their bellies together, mind you, but she hits him with their teeth. Yeah. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm almost back on board for this. How about how about this one? Ron McDonald gets gets uh, a... <laughs> gets his here he's like damn dirty sharks and then he gets crushed by a cow yes but that's not that's after they wake finn back up spoiler alert oh yeah they defib him with sharks he wakes up oh gil has decided though little gil he's like sharks suck man so now he's back on team mommy yep and then you know credits and shit and then post credit sequence that's actually incredibly important to the next movie oh also wayne newton is in this movie what the fuck happened to wayne newton that is, is that- the one that made me cry okay because i Wayne Newton, remember the dark backward? Yeah. He was amazing in that movie. What happened to his face? Like, I know Plastic what happened. surgery. I know man. what happened yeah. to it. I thought he was a, like a fakey Wayne Newton impersonator guy. Yeah. No, he... he plastic surgeryed himself into uh, the Uncanny Valley territory. Ooh, there. it is. Yikes. That made me really sad because yeah. I, I genuinely... For a minute there, I became a Wayne Newton fan after The Dark Backward. I loved him so much in that. He always he always played characters like that in the early nineties too. He was, he was in, so fucking good in that movie. He was also in Best of the Best Two. Same oh, really? same kind of character. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I I gotta go back and watch that. Best of the Best Two is fucking awesome, by the way. I know, I know. I I do remember loving it when I was a kid. All right, post credit scene. Tommy Davidson is fine. Yeah, he he sort of he sort of pops out of the of the water we or, or of Niagara Falls into which we saw him fall. Yes. And he's like, I lived. Ha <laughs> ha. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Tibbs. And uh then the Eiffel Tower in in perfect Sharknado fucking fashion, the Eiffel Tower comes crashing down into the middle of the water or whatever, and there's like a silhouette on it of a person and Finn just goes, "Nova?" And then Now now keep in mind they said that Nova was in Paris. She was in Paris, yes. Because when it initially crashed, I thought it was the Eiffel Tower from Vegas. Oh. there's one there too. Yep. But no, Nova was in Paris. Yes. Then we're done. I'm assuming that sets up what happens in the next one, because uh, apparently in Sharknado 5, it's like a worldwide thing. Yeah. It's called global swarming. Global swarming. Hopefully it's better than this one. God, fingers crossed, man. Do, do we need? Do, hopefully, it, it, that's what it was. It's a it was a rush job. I guarantee it. They were just. Yeah, it, it, this movie feels like a rush yeah. job. It it which is a shame because there's some really good stuff on display here. If if they just taken some fucking time to write a halfway decent script, halfway like Sharknado three, halfway decent, I could have been on board. But oh, this just lost me with disconnected nonsense one after i'm fine with the nonsense but it's got to have a narrative through line to keep my attention for 90 fucking minutes (laughs) and it doesn't safe to say our final thoughts are kind of the same yeah i i'd say that's that's a that's a big 10 for good buddy i'm not mad i'm just disappointed if you're into it go ahead but it's just it just it's it just doesn't hit yeah honestly if the quality level doesn't pick up in the next movie you can pretty much just watch the first three and call it macaroni so that's it that's sharknado 4 that's our shark week episode it's the end of july Ooh, we got we got some fun stuff all right we'll we'll talk about that in a minute there's some sexy shit on the horizon <laughs> it's my favorite it's my favorite time ever i guess this is pride month for andrew nerd pride month. yes there's some social media stuff you can follow us on 
on everything at the shark pod and of course there's always our patreon where we do the 2021 the 13th and now we're doing 2022 a year in the asylum where we're talking about all the asylum mockbusters that we can possibly fit in in a year which is 12 in july i don't even oh yeah oh the thor thor that's right yes by the time this posts uh if Almighty Thor isn't up, it will be up very soon. It will absolutely not be up by the time this posts because you don't get them done until the last day of the That's month. That's true. I'm pretty much... <laughs> I'm pretty consistent on that last day of the month thing, unfortunately. And I always forget until you like text me or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to stay up until he's done shit. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I'm ready to go to bed. How long is this shit going to take? Because I'm old and boring and I just want to lay there and not have to think about stuff but that's okay come to our patreon patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood check that shit out it's fun it's weird it'll probably get weirder fingers crossed yeah we we we've got some we've got some stuff going on we've still got transmorphers on the horizon we've yes. still got atlantic rim on the horizon atlantic rim is probably the the good august one since it's you know robots and monsters and stuff i'm down but it is August coming up, and that means it's Power Rangers month. That's going to be fun for me. I don't know if the Rev is going to like it. You'll like one of them. We'll see. No, you'll you'll like the show, I think. Okay. All right. Well, I hope so. But we're doing a Christmas special in August, so that's fun. That first week in August, we'll, we'll come at you with uh, <laughs> the Power Rangers episode, I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. And then, you know, we'll, we'll tell you what else is going on after that, because it's going to get a little weird this year, I think. I say that every year, but, you know, this year it's going to get really weird. I think we're done. I think we're going to go to where it's not so hot in my house. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And pass out. It's going to be awesome. But, hey, we'll see you in a, in a week or two. I don't even know when that episode's going to come out. But it, it will. Soon. The first week of August. We'll... we'll I'm okay. <laughs> you know what? We'll see you in a week or two for, for the start of Power Rangers Month. But until then... Stage awesome.